Well, it, it's a huge day for Dub Nation and for the Golden State Warriors because they added a big, it is official, and they're interested in another big. And I've got the Golden State Warriors beat reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle, CJ Holmes, joining me. We're going to break it all down next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more right now. And new customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started you can follow cj holmes on all social media platforms i see you on threads you're on twitter at cj holmes 22 you can follow me cyrus Oth is on threads at dog wild cj it is great to see you man uh how are you and and what is your first reaction to the warriors and, and a bunch of news uh, uh items dropping from from sham sharnia and and from his colleague uh anthony slater that the Warriors are signing a big to a two-way player and they're interested in another big. I'm going to let you take it away in terms of the news because you wrote about this for the Chronicle. Great to see you, man. What happened in your reaction? Yeah, um, as the Warriors, you know, right now the Warriors are in the process of looking to fill out their training camp roster and, you know, regular season roster with the veteran bigs, you know, at a low cost. And they decided to reach out to Mr. Dwight Howard in Taiwan. And it's funny because uh, as I'm sure a lot of you guys remember last season, Dwight had that viral video where he was recruiting uh, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, you know, among other stars to come join him in Taiwan. Um, but, you know, he had a big year over there. I mean, it's, it's the, it's the T1 league, you know, I can't really speak to the level of competition over there, but Dwight went over there and did what he was supposed to do. Um, a few seasons removed from his first NBA championship. Um, and I think the big thing about Dwight Howard is, you know, this is a guy who's a surefire hall of famer, former number one overall pick, um, one of the best defensive forces and rebounders the NBA has ever seen period. Ever. However, yeah. you know, unlike a lot of superstars, Dwight has been able to remove his ego from the equation as his career has advanced and has proven that he can still provide value at the center position while accepting a lesser role. Um, and when you hear that, that's something that the Warriors have to be interested in, you know, especially considering they're limited to standard, I mean, I'm standard, they're limited to veteran minimum contracts going forward. Um, so, you know, when you talk about bigs at a bargain, they really can't get much better than Dwight Howard if he can stay healthy. And this is a guy that the team is really interested in. Um, he can definitely provide some pretty valuable uh, depth for this team. Absolutely, man. I, and just to add to that, look, I mean, Dwight Howard, like you said, he expressed interest in joining the Warriors. Mm -hmm. um, this is It's shocking to me that the Warriors are, are mutually interested in him. But I've been saying on the show, man, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I've been saying on the show for for the whole offseason that – there's still one big short just because if you're if your pursuit is the championship, you're gonna have to go through the Nuggets most likely. And you got Nikola Jokic waiting for you. You're probably gonna have to go through the Lakers, maybe. That's a huge team. Anthony Davis at the forefront of that front court. And and right now, I don't see the Warriors having an answer for that. I mean, Draymond Green can handle it, but not 
for four quarters. And, I, and I've been advocating that the team needs someone uh, to come in. Is my mic still working, by the way? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. And, I, and I've been advocating for a while now that that the team is desperately in need of someone to play like 10, 15, 20 minutes a game just to, 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 to fill a role, to slow these bigs down so that Draymond can stay fresh and stay out of foul trouble entering the fourth quarter. Um, so, so then he can kind of take over. And Dwight Howard, in my opinion, fills that role perfectly. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, do you not? Do, what, what is your opinion, I guess, on Dwight Howard and whether or not that's a positive for this Warriors team? Well, you know, first thing I want to say is, you know, I spoke with uh, Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy Jr. this morning and, you know, asked him about the Howard situation. And, you know, in, in their mind, this is just another guy, just another body coming through for the, you know, for workouts that they've been having over the past couple of months. Um, you know, we were talking about the other day with uh, Kent Bazemore, Juan Scott Anderson, They're just names coming through the Warriors, just playing all their cards, seeing all their options. But, like you said, Dwight makes sense on some fronts. Um, Seven-footer, um, still fairly athletic, you know, right. at 37 years old. A big body, someone who can wall up in Nikola Jokic and Anthony Davis in the postseason. Something that, uh, you know, speaking about the Davis situation in particular, something that hurt the Warriors last right. season. But, you know, as of now, it's something imminent. they got to see how Dwight works out. Um, he has to, he's going to have to have conversations with head coach Steve Kerr, Mike Dunley Jr., other decision makers in the organization before the team decides if they, if they want to find him to um, um, one of the final roster spots. Keep in mind the Warriors are expected to carry 14 players on the 15-man roster this season because of financial reasons. Right. Dwight, how, Dwight does make sense on some fronts. Absolutely, man. And, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. One more thing to keep in mind, though, Please. Dwight battled a knee injury um, for most of his last, last season in Taiwan. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. You have to make sure he is healthy first, and then they'll go from there. No, that's a, that is a great point. And uh, and 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 I saw this report on social media from Cron uh, Sports Director Jason Dumas. And and again, you, you you said you spoke with Mike Dunleavy Jr. So I don't know if you can confirm this, but uh, Jason uh, posted this on X that Dwight Howard is going to come to the Bay. Uh, on Monday, he's going to work out Tuesday and Wednesday. He has meetings uh, with Kerr and Dunleavy. And that Steve Kerr is most interested in Dwight Howard's mindset, his acceptance of a of you know a specific role, and his desire to be a good bet for the young guys. That That's pretty so – some specifics there. Is that what you heard as well in talking to Dunleavy today? I uh, wasn't able to confirm the timeline in terms of when Dwight will work out, who he'll be speaking to. Um, like I said, from – you know, me speaking with Dunleavy, it's just, hey, this, we just have another guy coming in, just happens to be Dwight Howard, and we're just, you know, we're just, uh, what's the word? We're just seeing what our options are. But, you know, in terms of cheap, available free agent bigs, and Dwight's a good person to check in and check in with. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, man. If if for the sake of argument, let's say the, the, the Warriors don't uh, end up signing Dwight Howard, in your opinion, what is the team's answer for like these other uh, bigger teams? I mean, I feel like the Western Conference has a lot of teams with really big front courts. It's not just centers; it's centers and power forwards. Like, I feel like the, the big has come back in the NBA in a lot of ways. What is the Warriors' answer to that? Like, if they don't sign Dwight Howard, do you think like Trace Jackson Davis, Kevon Looney, and Dario Saric is enough? I mean, what are your what is your uh, thought process in terms of? the Warriors roster construction in relation to other teams with that bigger front courts. I mean, Dunleavy season thinks so. When I spoke to them out at summer league a couple months ago, 
um, and I actually wrote a story on you know his comments. If you guys want to go check that out, shameless plug. Um, but shape plug away, please. You know, yeah. But Mike said, as you know, if we were to roll into the regular season today, I think we're good. At, we're good in the front court. Um, you know, you still got Draymond Green there, all defensive presence. Um, you still got Kevon Looney there. Kevon Looney there. You still, um, you know, you got a, a, a young man, a, a young player in Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. And then you got Dario Saric, who you know had a pretty good summer on the, you know, in the, on the European World Stage. So, you know, if you look at this team historically, they've never necessarily needed that big premier big to win a championship. Um, I think these past couple of playoff runs have kind of, you know made it seem that this last year's playoff run made it seem like this is a, it was a big issue, but there were other factors in that Lakers series that could have swung it in the Warriors favor. Uh, you know, right. why, why Anthony Davis was a huge factor. I mean, he wasn't the only factor. And like I said, the Warriors have proven in the past, they can win without the use of a premier big. Um, so, you know, I tend to agree with Dunleavy because you know the system's a system. They've won what four championships and how many of the last years, like what, what uh, nine, four, yeah, four, that, nine years, right? Yeah. You know, without the use of a premier big. So, you know, I know fans are screaming, oh, we need a big, we need a big, but the Warriors actually don't. They actually don't need a big. Um, having one would be nice. I think they're doing their due diligence and seeing what's out there right now. But again, when it comes to Warriors and bigs, being big just isn't enough. You have to, they have to have bigs that fit their system, their preferred style of play, specifically on offense, right? Um, so they don't, you know, slow the game down or like get things out of whack. So yeah. you know, identifying these guys has always been a difficult task for the Warriors. And, you know, right now they're doing their due diligence. Um, they can meet with Dwight and decide not to sign them. Um, you know, all the guys they brought in for workouts, they can ultimately you know, decide not to sign them and roll them in training camp with the guys that they have, or, or maybe look at options further down the road. Um, but, you know, in short, I don't necessarily think the Warriors need a big to be successful. Um, They've proven to be a great team, rebounding team, you know, when they've actually focused and locked in. Um, also a great team, defensive team, being able to find ways to counter those bigs despite having smaller lineups. So it'll be interesting to watch how it all unfolds, but I don't think it's necessarily necessity going into the season. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And 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 I've already like like said my point repeatedly on this show, uh in, in terms of the whole issue. So I do appreciate you bringing that new perspective, and we're gonna talk with you a lot more. Uh, about the Warriors, I want to also know your your thoughts on this whole offseason. We haven't had you on the show in a couple months, um, so I'd love your your thoughts. You played college ball. Your perspective is is valuable in the sense that you get this game. You played it at a D1 level, and I'd love to get your thoughts on Trace Jackson Davis, who I thought was a fantastic uh, uh, acquisition in the draft, and Dario Sharch. And the Warriors added another big. It isn't just Dwight Howard that's in the news. So we're going to talk about that and a lot more with CJ Holmes of the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, and CJ, shamelessly plug away, man. Your stories are, are phenomenal. I read all your content for the San Francisco Chronicle. Um, so please don't ever hesitate to shamelessly plug your content. Uh, but first, got to give some love to FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. And look, the NFL season is now here. And you can get ready for it with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel 
The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Every dayers, we're back to a full-time schedule starting next week. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Dubs for our schedule uh, for upcoming guests. Follow me, Cyrus Otzes, on Threads at Dog Wild, and follow CJ Holmes, Golden State Warriors beat reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle on all social media platforms at CJ Holmes. 22. What are your thoughts on Trace Jackson Davis and Dario Saric? These are two. Uh, uh, Huge acquisitions for the Warriors, in my humble opinion, this this last offseason. Um, I haven't had you on the show uh, in a while, so I haven't gotten your thoughts on those two. What do you think they're going to bring, man? What, what Share your thoughts, please. You know, Trace Jackson Davis, um, you know, his summer got off to a slow start with that hamstring. But from what I saw from him in summer league, I was very impressed. Now, granted, it's a small sample size, but I was very impressed by his presence on the court. Um his feel for the game, um, the way he effortlessly skied for dunks and rebounds, and just like all his overall confidence out there. You know, this is a guy who was, I think he was like runner up to like college player of the year or in college player of the year and some, you know, by some publications. Um, Four year guy in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, while he's slotted as a big, you know, from some of the highlights I watched, this is a guy that also put it on the floor for a little bit, has some shiftiness to his game off the dribble, which should make him a mismatch problem in the NBA. Now, granted, the Warriors are pretty um, set at the four position right now, you know, with Draymond Green and the acquisition of Dario Saric. Uh, but there could be some minutes for Trace Jackson Davis to be had as a small ball five behind Kevon Looney. Um you know, a lot of that's going to be based on this upcoming training camp and, you know, how quickly he can mesh within the system in a full team setting. But I think this is a guy who's going to be able to contribute sooner rather than later. In terms of Dario Saric, um, like as we discussed earlier in, in the show, he had a big summer overseas. Um, and this is a guy that's in many ways tailor-made for the Golden State Warriors system. Um, he's a smart player, high basketball IQ, um, solid passer, good feel for the game, can shoot the three ball a little bit to help stretch the floor open up opportunities for others. And uh, this is a guy that Warriors fans I know have been clamoring for um, to add to the roster for a long time. So between those two guys, Warriors definitely got better at the power forward position this summer. No, you're absolutely right. And part of the clamoring came from the fact that uh, you mentioned earlier that, you know, the Warriors have four titles, but they didn't really like need any uh, uh, big players during that run. Um, The only pushback I'll get to that is with every one of those teams, except for the last one, they did have, let's say, like an Andrew Bogut, a, a Zaza Pachulia, a JaVale mm-hmm. McGee, someone who did give them minutes, even though they weren't at the end of games when it's most important. Um, I mean, would you agree that wear and tear is a factor? So if, you, so if you're relying on Draymond Green to play four quarters of defense against elite bigs, it's probably going to wear on him, especially since he's turning 34 this year. And the last time the Warriors won a title in 2022, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you agree or not, but the landscape of the NBA in that short amount of time has changed. I mean, the four teams in the conference finals that year, none of them had an elite big. Bam Adebayo was the closest thing to it for the Heat, but the dude is 6'9". Like, you don't really need a lot of size to combat that. Whereas this last season, 
um, all four teams had like legitimate bigs and, and huge front courts. And so for, I, I guess like for the fans and for myself, the reason why I've been clamoring for a little more size and why at least Dario Sharge was such important big news is even in 2022, they still had Nemanja Bielitsa play some, some grinded out minutes in the middle of the games. And, uh, you know, Otto Porter Jr. was still 6'8", playing the four for, for the team in that year. So Dario Sharge was like huge. I think that was a massively huge pickup. Um, now, the Warriors also got uh, as a two-way player, which is an extra steal in my opinion, because this is a roster position that doesn't count toward uh, the 15 or 14, which the Warriors are probably going to go with. And that's Usman Garuba. Um, this is a player that you and I, we, we talked before I started recording. We weren't super familiar with him. Um, he was the 23rd pick in the 2021 NBA draft by the Rockets. Uh, this last season, he averaged three points, 4.1 rebounds per game. Um, and when you wrote your report today, Zer, I'm sure you did your research on him. Uh, what can you tell the Warriors based on your initial research uh, about Usman Garuba, who's now a member of the team as a two-way player? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still not too familiar with his game, heard the name, not too familiar with the game, um, but he'll likely fill he'll likely fill uh, one of the Warriors' three available two-way sl slots heading into the year. Uh, the first one's already occupied by Summer League standout Lester Keonis, so Garuba's number two. Um, man, and just it's just like this all happened like this morning, so I'm still not very familiar with his. I'm with you. Um, you know, the guys bounced around the league a little bit. Um, 2021 first round pick. Um, he was told he was dealt twice this July and was waived by the OKC Thunder. So, this is a guy who's been looking for somewhere where he can fit. Um, but hey, he says he uh studies Draymond Green's game the most, so you know, hopefully. That's translated to his own game, and that will translate to the Warrior system. I agree, and in fact, that's that's news to me. I didn't know that. So he actually said that Draymond Green is someone like he models his game after, who he inspired, who's inspired by. Yeah, he told that uh, hoops hype uh, either last season or a couple seasons ago. Well, that's that probably plays. That's that's a huge positive, man. I, I and look, the dude is what six eight. Uh, he played just this summer in the FIBA World Cup uh, for Spain. Um, he also played in the G League. I mean, so so is that correct? He's six eight. About he's a six eight big body. Is that fair? A fair physical uh, description of him? He, he's not he's not skinny. So he's he's got some meat on his bones. Six eight. Is that a fair assessment? Anything else uh, in regards to his physique? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm I love it. Better. I'm usually a lot better with this kind of stuff. It's like this guy is still a question mark to me. I think he's a question mark to a lot of people. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to reach out to uh, Jackson Gatling, who hosts uh, the Locked on Rockets show uh, to get some perspective from him. Maybe I'll do that show next week. But I'm just stoked, man. I just for me, like I just want some bodies uh, just so that just as reinforcement, because even if like the Warriors go with just these four players as their bigs, Draymond, uh, Kevon Looney, Sharich, Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, you're also hoping that there's no injuries. I mean, if one injury and you're really thin, so. I really like uh, that they that they made these decisions, uh, or at least this news broke. You're right, man. It's a lot that's happened today. We're recording this right now. It's 1.30 p.m. on a Friday, September 15th, and this news dropped this morning. So uh, there's going to be a lot more information coming out soon. Uh, we're going to come back to wrap things up with C.J. Holmes in just a minute. Uh, we're Again, the, we, you know basketball season is just around the corner because suddenly I have multiple advertisers uh, usually I, during this offseason, we'll, we've only had one per show, but now we're back to two and it might be maybe even more. And the second sponsor is, is Jace Medical. And look, this is all about having a medical kit 
in your house. So you are prepared for, it could be a natural disaster. It could be just an emergency situation at home involving a medical situation. Sometimes you need an, a medical emergency kit. And that's where Jace Medical comes to play because their, their medical kits aren't just your typical, uh, uh, you know, items that are in an emergency kit like Band-Aids or uh, disinfectant. One of the really fascinating uh, items that comes in a Jace case is five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace case to get those uh, emergency antibiotics at your disposal is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, you might have to jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians, and that's it. And you're qualified. You're going to get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. Jace is doctor-created and doctor-recommended, so don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Uh, so check out Jace. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using Locked On at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. And make sure to use the promo code Locked On. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One final segment, wrapping things up with CJ Holmes, San Francisco Chronicle beat reporter covering the Golden State Warriors. Follow him on all social media platforms at CJ Holmes 22. Uh, congrats, by the way, on some personal news. You posted on your social media that you got engaged. So congratulations to that. That is awesome, man. Um, I, I always love seeing uh, uh, friends and colleagues just share great news, man. This world is crazy. And so to, to get a positive out of it is huge. Um let me ask you this, just wrapping things up, man. I mean, the Warriors offseason, it's still ongoing, but it looks like it's starting to get settled. Uh, they, 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 they've got their two-way players set, at least for now. Uh, training camp has not opened yet. So as we learned last year, uh, just because it's set now, it doesn't mean it's going to be set like two weeks from now or a month from now. But it looks like they're getting there. Dwight Howard, I think, would be awesome as the 14th player if that's who they settle on. Uh, none, none of that is set in stone. But you've also been monitoring what other teams have been doing in the NBA. And I feel like the Western Conference has just gotten better. What, what is your personal feeling on this Warriors team? I mean, are, can they win the title this year? Like, are they favorites to win the title this year? What is your reaction to this Golden State Warriors offseason uh, that now has a new GM? Well, I think it's too early to say that they are favorites to win the title. But I do think that, you know, with the moves they made this offseason, they could be in better position to get back to the mountaintop. Um, you know, the Warriors had the best starting five in basketball, you know, when healthy by a mile. And that's even better than the Denver Nuggets, who just won an NBA championship. Um, the biggest issue is the bench, the reserves, that second unit that was led by Jordan Poole, now will be led by Chris Paul, um, the point guard, um, one of the best put one of the best point guards to ever do it, period. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, that's assuming that you know Chris accepts the role <laughs> to uh, come off the bench and lead that group, but either way. Uh, Chris will be, whether Chris starts or comes off the bench, um, he will be running with those reserves at, you know, one point or another. And um, to be able to get John and Kaminga easy shots, Moses Moody easy three-pointers. Um, even Trace Jackson Davis is a major lob threat. If you sign Dwight Howard, that's never lob threat on the other side. Um, they can figure out how to maintain leads that the first unit builds and, um, you know, 
keep the game under control, you know, I think the Warriors can, you know, get back to a championship level. Um, another big thing is winning on the road. I don't think the Warriors are going to be as bad as they were away from Chase Center oh. um, this season as they were last season. I mean, yeah. that's had that was half the problem. The Warriors were on the were already the best team in the league at home. Um, they clean up that road record. I mean, they probably finished what top four seed in the West. They, they were clean up that road stuff. So, um, you know, they bring in more talent with Brandon Pajemski, Trace Jackson Davis. I think Pajemski can. I think it'll be tough for Pajemski to get on the court this season. I think he'll share his, uh, you know, fair amount of time down in Santa Cruz. I think he's a guy that can um, develop into a valuable reserve guard, um, you know, in the future. And I think Trace Jackson Davis is a guy, like like we said earlier on the show, four-year guy from Indiana that I think can contribute sooner rather than later. So all those factors into consideration, I do believe that the Warriors are on the right track. Um, you know, it's kind of cliche, but how they put together will determine just how good they are this year. Uh, totally with you. I, you know, I'm glad you brought up Chris Paul, uh, our mutual friend and colleague, Mark Spears, uh, was on a podcast a few days ago, or maybe it was last week, whatever it was. Um, and he 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 uh, came out and said that he's heard that Chris Paul is going to start and that he's going to play in like five minute bursts. It was very specific. And um it was kind of crazy. Like, what was your reaction? Did you see that clip or at least hear about it? And what was your reaction to that? Hey, um, I love Mark. He's one of the best in, in business. And uh, if he's hearing it, from, if he's hearing it, he's hearing it from somewhere. Uh, Agreed. Do I personally think that that's the direction the Warriors should go in? No. Um, but then again, you don't want, you know, we, we all heard Chris's interviews out in Vegas. He didn't seem too thrilled with the idea of coming off the bench. And if he's, if he's able to force his way into the starting lineup, so be it. Um, but you know, or is better hope that you know Chris is starting for that little five minute birth to start the game. That's going to be hard to rebound. Um, it's going to be hard to defend inside. So yep. um, I guess that's something we're going to have to figure out here in the next couple of weeks once camp gets going. Um, I don't think it's a great idea to start Chris Paul, but I, I am I am not the coach. <laughs> I'm totally with you, dude, because I mean, the, the, I'm guessing Kevon Looney is who would go to the bench if that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, and and I, I don't think it's a good idea either, dude, but we'll see. What, what is your like, like, again, you play D1 basketball at Auburn, so you, you understand the mentality, I think, better than most of a lot of these athletes. Like, like, why do you think some players are so fixated on starting? Like, well, like, why is their ego so bruised if they come off the bench? What is your your thought process on that? It's just, just how it is, man. Um, these egos that a lot of people in the media, you know, like to complain about is what makes these guys great. You know, it's what makes them different. It's what separates them from a lot of people, that supreme confidence within self. Um, right. Chris is going to be 38 at the start of this season. And, you know, despite, you know, a couple of it's despite injuries kind of building up over the last three years, she still believes that he can do it as a high level. I think the Warriors would rather have a confident Chris Ball than a Chris Ball who believes mentally that he's past his prime. Right. Um, so yes. hey, look, Chris is going to come in confident. He still believes he can uh, play at a high level. We saw those videos of him this summer throwing down lives and stuff. I have personally never even seen Chris Paul catch a lob until this summer, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's the, type of, yeah, that's the type of confidence that this team needs and hopefully it can, can be contagious. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> That's a great point, man. Uh, and again, people can follow your coverage all season long. It's just around the corner. I haven't seen an announcement yet on when training camp's opening. Last year, I think it was September 24th. So it's around the corner in the first preseason game. I, I don't know if you've heard anything yet on that, but uh, October se- – oh, you have. When is training camp opening? Yeah, camp opens October 3rd. It's a little bit later this year because the yeah. Warriors had um, 
you know, the Japan games last year. So they got going a little bit earlier, but camp will open on October 3rd. Oh, wow. Well, that's that's breaking news. Thank you for, for sharing that. I, unless maybe it's not breaking news. That's the first I've heard of that. Oh, um, no. It's, not, it's just like that's just like the league official day. <laughs> gotcha. OK, there you go. Oh, OK. Go, <clears throat> gotcha. Because some teams I see they have training camp dates starting in like September. And uh, yeah, that is a later date. So October 3rd training camp opens October 7th is the first preseason game against the Lakers. It's just around the corner. People can can catch all of your coverage. On the San, at the San Francisco Chronicle, you're the beat reporter. You're providing all the information about the team uh, for one of the most prestigious news organizations in the country. Uh, anything else you'd like to promote, man? Promote away, please. Shamelessly plug away everything that's going on in your life, CJ. Yeah, nothing to promote, man. Just uh, <laughs> consider to continue to support, uh, you know, print journalism. Um, check it. Also, check us out online. Um, do my. Just, I'm heading into my second full year on the beat. Um, a year wiser, you know, with the ins and outs of NBA media. So hoping I can continue to bring Warriors fans, you know, great coverage and take this thing to another level. Yeah, man. And look, your experience, just on a personal, uh, from my personal experience, your your experience is showing. Um, like your work is 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 getting better and better. Like you really you really have shot up, man. Is is what I'm trying to say. Like you're you're by the end of last season, I was actually like looking at your work, going, dude, like. This looks different than when you first came on the beat, and and it just it's it's you're improving. So kudos, man! Like, appreciate that good stuff. Yeah, I, I strongly recommend it. And and again, people can follow you on all social media platforms at CJ Holmes twenty two. Is that correct? Anything else social media wise I'm missing? Yeah, on uh, Twitter slash X specifically, we appreciate retweets, not likes. In this, <laughs> there you go. Retweets get us paid. There you go. And thank you, everyone. We'll be back ne- at at this next week. Uh, to keep you posted on everything Warriors and more. CJ, thank you, brother. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we'll be back at this soon. Take care.